All right, there it is. There's that beat. All right, so imagine it's 1987. Well, I'll tell you a story about me being in 1987. I was uh, sitting in the back seat of my best friend's parents' car. This song came out. Don't know if you can recognize it yet, but it kicks in, and you're sitting in the back seat of your parents, or your friend's parents' car, and you're just like, hmm, this is this has got a good beat on it. You could dance to it. And then all of a sudden you realize that it's George Michael's I want, you, want Your Sex and you get real uncomfortable. That happened to me. <laughs> the red lights took a really long time. The parents, uh, they didn't make mention of it. They didn't turn the channel. And all I knew at that time, I was seven years old, is that I'm pretty sure this song might give you the AIDS. And I just kept thinking, man, how could they allow this song on the radio? Well, the truth is, not everybody did. Some American radio stations, they, they censored it, they wouldn't allow you to say the title, or they made you play it after 9 p.m. But the UK was the worst. They said, no, guy who's not Andrew Ridgely, we're not gonna play your song anymore. We're gonna ban it. That's right, the BBC banned I Want Your Sex. And that's what today's show is about. It's about rock bands. B-A-N-S. Beyond your rock. Welcome to Beyond Yacht Rock. We'll just play this song. It's a nice long song. Yeah. Beyond Yacht Rock, the podcast that just makes up genres and counts them down. We're the guys who made the internet show Yacht Rock. My name is J.D. Riznar. Uh, what's your name, guy with the glasses and long hair over there? Hey, my name's Hollywood Steve Huey. All right, fellas. I don't have long hair anymore, though. Hey, it's still pretty it's still long. still kind of long. long. Uh, not, as, not as long. No. Karate the band shirt guy. Hey, Dave Lyons coming at you. New glasses. Oh, hey, it's Hunter. I just, I'm the one who had that rambling long intro there. No. Hunter's in the captain's chair today. Yeah, he's giving us the rock bands. Welcome back, Hunter. Genre. Welcome back to the captain's chair. We're gonna, oh, be, we're gonna be counting down. Um, we're gonna be counting down songs. But first, we we got the Yacht Rock Bone Throw. Uh, Dave. All right. You did the Bone Throw here. So I did. what's this song called? Tell us all about it. Got a real garbage one for you today. This is <laughs> I like this one. Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. One of the best songs ever re- recorded. This is uh, Toto featuring Cheryl Lynn. The song's called Georgie Porgy. It's off their first album, which I think was called Toto. Is that right? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the big one was called Toto 4, yeah. so I assume. And, and I think that was their third album. Called Toto. Um, <laughs> this is Toto going disco. I mean, it's a terrible song to disco dance to, you know. It's a good try. Yeah. Uh, I, it's, it's, it's kind of like this other genre I'm thinking about called discount. It's like <laughs> low-budget, kind of shitty, missing-the-mark disco, but we'll talk about kind that another time. Try and disco. It's yeah. jazzy. Yeah. This is a jazzy song. I hear, I hear Cheryl Lynn. Yeah. D- Cheryl Lynn was a disco diva who was best known for her hit Got To Be Real. Yeah. Best song, best part of this song is when she goes, Georgia! <laughs> Georgia, poor yeah, yeah. Uh, Can we get some historical data on this? Is this the first time ever a white band has made a talented black singer sing a bunch of garbage lyrics? And gave like, them credit for like it. Like vamp like crazy on it? Because they do it all the time now, but this time... It's good. 
Georgia, Georgia, Padre. And, and this is fire. this is legitimate yacht rock because there were a ton of members of Toto on yeah. this yeah. on this song. Yeah, when, yeah. Whenever a member of Toto plays on it, it's probably yacht rock. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when you get a Toto song on there, yeah, that cred went through the roof. Um, Everybody but Cheryl Lynn. Cheryl Lynn came in here, <laughs> mucked up the waters. It might not be yacht rock now. Now we have to discuss whether or not Georgia, because this disco singer came on and did an excellent job. Hey, now, I, Dave, I, I, Georgie Porgy obviously is a nursery rhyme, and every time I look up a nursery rhyme, there's a bunch of like fucking bullshit history. Oh, it's about this king and his army. It's, yeah, yeah, this one's never no any different. fucking connection. So tell me what the history behind these lyrics are. Well, if there's, you would. there's a bunch of different theories. Please. Some people think uh, King George II fleeing England uh, during. Uh, the uh, 1745 are Rebellion the, of the Scots? That who, sounds like complete bullshit that historians just make up. Who are the some of those people who believe that? Uh, people on Wikipedia. Oh. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. The Scots? Yeah, the Scots mostly. Some people say it was about the Great Fire of London of 1666. Boring. What's a fun thing that people say it's <laughs> Wait, about? Wait, no, no. What was the... Oh, wait, no, Dave, no, tell no. the people what the street They're intersection was it. where know, the fire started. Yeah, the intersection of oh, Pudding okay. Lane and Pie Corner. <laughs> That Fuck sounds you, like hey. complete fucking bullshit. Yeah. Fuck you, Steve. What, get to the fun one. Yeah, alright. This is my theory. This song is clearly about rape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes way more sense than anything yeah. on Wikipedia. Yeah, you know, the rapist goes after the girls and make them cry. The rapist in this story is Georgie Porgy. Mm-hmm. Right. Kisses the girls, make them cry. It's rape. And then when, uh, what's the rest of it? The other boys come the out boys and play. boys come out to play, Georgie Porgy runs away. Yeah, that's the lynch mob going after the dude that just raped their sister and or loved one. Hey, bo- uh, All right, well, uh, well nothing, we make it nothing, through that entire song? Yeah, nothing smoother than oldie time British rape. And before we go on, I just want to give a shout out to all our fans watching the show, uh, contacting us on Twitter and, and leaving reviews and stuff. I love that, that we dropped the show on Friday and I spent all weekend in bed uh, interacting with people who love the show. Me too. Me too. Well, Hunter doesn't, but he likes hearing about what we have to say yeah. about what everybody's saying. Hunter's so. looking it up on iTunes. No, to see I the look. Reviews. I do. I like to look mm-hmm. up. Yeah, especially he, like the, like the reviews. I like to send them to you. Yeah, guys. and then he texts all of us like, "Hey, look what this guy said. Hey, yeah. look, this guy didn't like your episode. Yeah. Fuck uh, you. See? <laughs> see, we told you." The it's idea, hard to tell you, bro. <laughs> the idea of this show is that we're, we want to get so popular that it's hard for you guys to reach us through Twitter. But as for now, you early adapters and it's hardcore still fans, pretty easy. Yeah, just talk to us because we love it. Let's let's talk about band songs, huh? All right. Yeah. Drop that beat again. <laughs> oh yeah, Bruce Springsteen. Well, no, no, it's not it. Oh hey, this was before samples had to be cleared. Is, is it? it? I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You think he would have cleared this? I think this. I don't is think the two live crew would have cleared anything. I think this song is totally legit after everything they went through. Hunter, tell us about what's going on here. All right. Well, <clears throat> basically, this uh, this genre here is rock bands. Pretty simple. Put a list of uh, ten songs together that they were all banned in some way, shape, or form. B a n n e oh, yeah. band. B- yeah. Thank you again for spelling that, Dave. Or, uh, Hollywood Steve. So people, so oh, the people can follow along at home. All right, so basically, uh, this is a band in the USA by uh, Two Live Crew. 
They had, uh, this particular one was the, probably the only one that wasn't banned, but their previous uh, album, their whole album was banned. Um, as nasty as they want to be. As nasty as they want to be. I had a bootleg of it in junior high. Yeah, and people... It was, it was a holy grail. The, it was it was banned by, like, a Florida governor? Is there a politician or, or judge? People got arrested for selling this album, which is crazy. Cause, yeah, because it's really bad. Because we have the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it was dirty. We have the thing called the Constitution. You can't do that, but they yeah, but they did. You, you listen to the lyrics of this song, it's kind of a try-in rap, which is sad yeah. for an actual rap group. Well, it's the other big band at this time was uh, Easy E, Easy Does It, and th that was the other holy grail of those those bootleg tapes. And Easy E's album's really good. This yeah, one way better than. Well, I really I really like this. But this song this song is badass. It makes yeah. me want to pump my fist and makes me proud and and ashamed to be an American. All at the same time. Uh, yeah, it had good lyrics. So yeah, so all these songs that I picked, they they shook a few stuffed shirts, they zinged a few zealots, and they pestered a few piece of shit politicians, and that's typically what got them on here. And basically, there's only one rule for in this genre: you get you get your song banned, you get in it, or you get you get uh, you get thought of, and maybe I'll put you on it. And then these songs were uh, the ones I picked. And these were not necessarily just banned on the radio. This can be banned any anywhere. Bonus points for getting banned uh, creatively. Uh, you know, not really in a genre. I gotta say, you know, uh, this kind guy. Of, uh, they kind of, um, but it's gonna there be was a fun playlist. There was anyway. no, there was no intention. There was no, there's no uh, collective sound. You know, you know, Dave might text us all and say, "Hey, Hunter, it's a fucking great playlist." He might, and then he, but he never texted me and said, "My divorce court playlist was, was good." So. You know, I got a little bit of a chip on my shoulder today. You no, know, I don't. I, I, it was just very your playlist, playlist. Your playlist was great for making me bored and suicidal. Oh, cool. I wasn't bored. I was just suicidal. JD, I, ta I, mean. I, I talked to you a lot about how I liked your playlist before that. It, just Thank because it wasn't... It is, it's a legitimate genre. Listen, I'm starting to think that you guys might have fucked. <laughs> because <laughs> there's back. some weird jealousy hey. between you two on this. Dave hey, is the coolest guy in the podcast, and I want him to tell me my playlist is good. You know what? I'm going to try to fire all you guys, but I found out that I don't have that power. JD, I'm going to text you right now and tell you how great I think you and your podcast is. Oh, thank you very much. Playlist, rather. You want to count this down, guys? Yeah, yeah let's do it. it. Let's count it down. Number 10. Number 10. Ah. Hey. This is a beautiful sounding song by, by, a, by an angel. An angel sang this. She's singing you? about love. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with this. This is uh, this is uh, Donna Summer. I love to love you, baby. There's no possible way that this could possibly be banned. I love wait, to love I'm you guys. Guitars now. Oh wait, wait. What you? I think she just Donna Summered all over the mic. Oh, gross. Uh, orgasm. Oh no. Yeah, this whole song is an orgasm. That's a 17 minute orgasm. 17 minutes? That's how long the song was. Okay, Holy let's, Jesus. Let's, I'll get into it really fast. This is banned by the BBC and a bunch of American state uh, stations for propagating the myth of the female orgasm. <laughs> Just kidding. Well. We're all... <laughs> I've never seen one. We're, we're all sensitive lovers here. Okay. Um, no, it was banned because it, it wasn't implied female sexuality. It was overt sexuality. And, and singing and... Uh, 
and sounding like a female enjoys a, a lady enjoys sex is the worst thing you could possibly put out there. Right, because yeah, like the the MPA ratings board will rate things R for like the same reason. Because if you show that women are enjoying sex, people might get the idea that they should start having the sex, or that you, guys you can't have that. That or just the, the whole or, social order breaks down after that. Yeah, or it may, might make a guy feel bad if his wife or girlfriend doesn't enjoy sex. And we, so. we, yeah, we need to protect their egos. Yeah, we need to protect the male ego. Um, this song kicked off the great Donna Summer Giorgio Moroder collaboration, uh, which would launch electronic dance music into the popular stratosphere and change music forever. I feel love, especially that that was a key track for that. Yeah, this was like the first hit that they that they did together, uh, and it it brought Donna Summer to the limelight. But because of that, all I can think about is she's having sex with Giorgio Moroder in this song. <laughs> yeah. and because a, you're a really big Giorgio Moroder fan, like yeah. sincerely from the and you know how heart. well they were work together and yeah. how closely they work he together. He had such a cool look back then and she had such a cool look and I just see the two of them humping and it makes me so happy. I love who's, this song. Who's, who I thought we were done with that episode. Who was the muse in this in this relationship, do you think? Was it was it Giorgio or was it her? Giorgio was the muse, duh. Yeah, yeah. clearly. Okay. And also, I just want to say that the reason why this song was 17 minutes long is because the record producer wanted people to be able to he wanted to fit on one side of an album so people could put this on and get it on before they had to flip the record over so so they decided 17 minutes was the length of time for that well well they decided you know you had at least 15 minutes to sort of clean up afterwards oh uh, yeah because 17 minutes I can get yeah. done way faster than that I'm lucky if I make it to one well, you got a hot wife. Wait, are they? Are they I'm so excited when I have when I'm having sex. I still think when I'm having sex. Oh, I'm having sex right now. I can't believe it. Anyway, I just realized what I said. My wife's hot too. Yeah. Well. <laughs> are they counting the foreplay in the 17 minutes, or is that the like before what? You get that done before. Wait, what was that word? I've never heard that word fuck. before. Wait, yeah. say it again. It's uh, foreplay. It's, oh. like, it's the intro to uh, Boston's song, Long Time. I have to look that up when I get home. Yeah, you play that. You play the foreplay part of the Boston song. And then hey, you, you horn dogs. You, you horn dogs ready to count on the next one? Sure am. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine. Oh, oh What's the only thing worse than a woman enjoying sex? A woman who can't get pregnant from it. Oh, yes, there it is. This is The Pill by Loretta Lynn. This is one of my favorite country songs ever. Same song, or same uh, same year as the Donna Summer song, so there's definitely something, something in the water that year. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the punk, most punk rock songs I've ever heard. Like, talk about fucking up the establishment. This is amazing. Yeah, the Sex Pistols have no problems compared to Loretta Lynn at this point in her uh. life. And this this doesn't have some elaborate story of why it was banned. It was banned basically because she's f talking about not getting pregnant on country stations, and that was a no. Yeah. She's well, advertising no the availability of birth control. Yeah, which was effective, I believe. Yeah, and she had, yes. what, five kids? She had six kids, wait, wait. three before she was 19. Listen to this song. Because now I've got the pill. Yeah! This old maternity Anyway, it's got so many great lyrics in this. It really does. This it's really well. Loretta she didn't Lynn write it, but it sounds like it's autobiographical. Yeah, I was I was surprised to find out she didn't write it because I'm a big Loretta Lynn fan, and it's so like you said, autobiographical. And she actually made this song three years before, and the red record company kept pushing it, like maybe society will come around in another 
a few more years. And push, push, push. And she's just adorable in this song. Like she's laughing and so when she delivers some of the lines. It's just it's just adorable that she, this woman gets to bone her husband all the time and not have any more of his baby. She's, she's so very, happy. She's very happy. Absolutely about it. giddy. And it makes me giddy. This chicken's yeah, nice You guys have, any, have anything else to say about this song? I, 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 I'll, I'll talk about this on the chart. It's, this was, despite the fact that it was banned on the radio, it was still a top five hit, like, on the country charts. And it was her also her highest charting song on the pop charts. It only went to number 70, but, like, this got her a lot of publicity outside of this, the... The country music audience. I, I, I can't and, believe uh, that, I can't believe that there's a number seventy. Yeah, it was, I would, the Hot 100 <laughs> is a chart. It's I would love to. I'd love to do a countdown of songs that only made it between 100 and 70. There's got to be some wackadoodle songs in there. That'd be a great countdown. Oh, wait, is we'll that, that, a, is that a genre? Or is I, like that a, a I think it's a genre. It's more, we should, it's we more should, of a tie <laughs> together. We should just do the top ten songs that reached 86. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> oh man, we're coming up with new ideas on yeah. this show. Oh, also, Loretta Lynn said in an interview that doctors would actually praise her for making that song because it was better than anything else they ever tried to, public to publicize birth control in rural areas. Thank you very much. So God much. bless Loretta Lynn. Countdown. <laughs> Number eight. Oh boy. What fun. <clears throat> yes, it's uh, Louie Louie by the Kingsmen. And it was originally by uh, Richard Berry. So how Chuck's could a re relation related to Chuck? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So how could a song, a cover song, get banned? And the cover song was released six years earlier, so it had time to like permeate. And like well, everybody could hear the original lyrics. Well, this is how you do it, Steve. How do you, how do you do it? You take black music, give it to a white band, and send it to a white uh, rural audience. And then do it really badly so no one can understand <laughs> what you're doing and who make a bunch of mistakes. And uh, that's basically how you, how you get banned on radio stations. This was banned by the governor of Indiana because, oh, well. because teenagers, because they couldn't understand the lyrics, they made up their own lurid lyrics and passed them around schools. They eventually got to uh, the governor and he just said... You're done. Like, oh, this is what the lyrics actually are? Here, oh, this isn't the Let's take a listen to these these in an unintelligible lyrics. So you can, you really can't understand what they're saying. Yeah. yeah. It's uh and I don't but I don't know why the government didn't just listen to the other song because they're so clear. You, I actually have the other song cleared up. You guys want to hear the well, other version? Well, let me tell you this. Oh, I would love to hear the so, other version. So what ended up happening while you cue that up is the FBI investigated this particular song for obscenity uh, for 31 months, which I'm pretty sure by my math is like six or seven years. Mm -hmm. And so, but there's a really long time, a lot of wasted tax money. Okay, here's me. Here's me and the FBI back then. Hey guys, let's listen to this song. Here, let's... Well, da da da. Uh, yeah. He's singing along with the riff. This song is so good. Okay, this is this original, version. everybody. Louie Louie. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. We, got, we gotta go. We oh, so that's what they're saying. <laughs> we cracked the case, fellas. Yeah. Instead, the FBI just said, uh, we're dropping the case because we have no idea what the fuck they were saying. 
That's basically yeah. it. I don't even think they listen to this version. Which, uh, case closed. Real fast, guys. Let's yeah, waste King, tax money. The Kingsman's version was legally ruled to be unintelligible, yeah. which, which <laughs> you know you're doing a good job It was legally <laughs> ruled to be when, bad. When courts say that they can't understand what the fuck you're saying. But later, the drummer, if you listen to 54 seconds into the, into the Kingsman version, the drummer admitted that he dropped his drumstick and said, FUCK! Mm -hmm. But it sounds like he's going, Woo! Yeah, you can't tell, you can't tell, but that's what he said. So you could either go back to there or just listen to us, because we say fuck all the time. Yeah. So there is a subliminal uh, swear word in there. It's gonna, it's gonna infiltrate your brain and, and Yeah, but these guys are morals. so marbled mouth, you couldn't understand what the fuck they were saying even when they said fuck. Still got banned. Banned! Number seven! All right, do some dancing. Gang of four. I love a man in uniform. It's the gang of. I'll do it the proper. He does. Apparently, this guy doesn't over here doesn't like this song. It's Gang of Four. I love a man in a uniform. Thank yeah. you. From 1982. Yeah. It's a little bit of disco punk here. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of this song either, JD. I'm dancing. We'll listen. I'm a fan. I'm it. a fan of this song, but I'm not a huge fan of Gang of Four. Even though I'm more aligned with them politically than most bands. I'll say the. I'll say what I am a fan of is the reason why this got banned. Yeah, because it got banned because the United Kingdom was about to get involved in a stu in one of the history's dumbest wars, which is over the Falk Falklands. And with Argentina that had more uh, had more penguins than people, and at the time, Gang of Four. This came out before that conflict. Gang of Four had no idea the Falklands existed. Like many people, everybody, nobody knew that the Falklands existed, right. and Gang they of Four, still Gang don't of Four know. Was just like a radical leftist post-punk band. They were just making England. fun of the military, and right. this was As climbing. Do yeah, and they were. This was just. Simply climbing the charts, and the BBC said, "Nope, you're banned." I don't think that the Falklands War was such a bad idea. Britain versus Argentina. Argentina needs to slap every now and then. The, yeah, because Argentina's country. always beating Britain at soccer. So yeah, and it's December. It's winter. It's summer in December there. Yeah, it's and that's where all the yeah. Nazis fled to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they yeah. didn't. That's yeah, they did. Well, some of them went to Brazil. Yeah. I think was it Goebbels or no? Who was the the big death guy that was never captured? Uh. Alright, great uh, radio, guys. The Anything else about this besides Nazis? Yeah, I mean, this is an example of why Loretta Lynn's song was such a better punk song than this. The pill is so much better. Like, she's got real problems. These guys are just stupid, sarcastic guys who think war is dumb. Which, I would not put this in the punk category. It's post-punk. And you can dance to but this. But it at least has a chorus. A lot of their other stuff yeah. doesn't even you have a You can dance to this. This is like when The Clash went uh, disco reggae. Uh. My big problem with this song is that the sarcasm is so thick and easy. Like, I would have banned it for just being clumsy satire. Lyrics might as well be like, Look at me, I'm the dumb guy in the stupid army suit. Blah, 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 blah. That's what this song sounds like to me. Uh, it's a little bit better than what you just did, but I, I still support your, your, your But theories. you can dance to it. I can dance to this countdown bumper. Number six. Uh-oh. Is Chain's addiction? <laughs> no, is, oh, is, that, is, that, is this that song from Breaking Bad? Is this, is this about Heisenberg? No, it's even more obscure. It's it's actually not obscure. It's only obscure in this room. It's actually these guys you're right, are actually. You're right. right. I'm sure our listeners it's, will it's jump the, on that. The Los Tigres del Norte the, the, with La Granja. This is uh, 
These, uh, did you guys want me to talk about this band, or you want to yeah, tell me about how much you hate that? I don't, I don't hate understand the lyrics, so I need talk you to about tell it. me yeah. about well, these, why, what this song is. These guys have been around since the 70s. They're from San Jose. They play Norteño music. San Jose, Mexico. No, San Jose. San Jose, California? Yes, California. So, yes. Um, they they're, they cross borders, obviously. Um, they play... They're famous for playing uh, Narcos Cor Corridos, which are Spanish ballads. But, Corridos. Yeah, Corrido, but... Uh, what they're but about. About narco-trafficking, which I find fascinating, and yes, was in Breaking Bad. That was why that was in there. Can I guess why this was banned? I don't know Spanish, so I can only assume that the lyrics are... Uh, I look at my big boner, suck on it, public airwave radio listeners. Can you feel my thick goo in your throat? I am the drug cartels. Do you like my cock in you? Now slide that pussy up. What do you think, Hunter? Did I do the translation properly? Is that why it was banned? Nope. Ah. Not, not at all. What about the part about drug cartels? Well, this is mostly talking about the plight of the poor farmers who are, who are forced to kind of be farm uh, poppy farm. fields and marijuana because they can't sort of make any money doing other stuff. And that's, but it's mostly, it was critical of the Vicente Fox government. Mm -hmm. And so Mexico said, nope, you're banned. So the entire government of Mexico banned these guys in this song. That's a great story. It's cool. nice to have a so, Spanish language thing on our countdown. What's up, Steve? I, I'm just curious, like, is this how yes. direct are they being when they say, uh, "Hey, very the indirect. drug cartels are doing the thing"? No, no, no. This is very indirect. It's a, it's kind of like they're doing a bit of a uh, animal farm in George Orwell's Animal Farm. This is about a about pigs who live on a farm with a fox who's a dick and a dog who bites the hand that feeds them. Oh. So basically, El Presidente Fox heard it and just said, "Ya basta, no more." Neither. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this guy. This guy. Claro. Hey, hey, hey. Claro. You guys want to move? One of the worst segment in podcast history. I would love to Absolutely. move on to the worst segment in podcast history. Little break bumper here. What'd they say in the bumper? I didn't catch it. They said, said beyond, Louis Louis. They said Beyond Yarrow. Yeah, oh, hey, yeah. that's the name of our show. Yeah, it sure is. All right. Welcome to Wyoming. Woo! Oh, thank God. Home of Wyoms. Do you know that people from Wyoming are called Wyoms? No. This segment That's just not got true. good. Yes, it is. Look it up. At How least do you I know think, that? How do you know? Have you ever been to Wyoming? Internet. No, I saw it on the internet. Uh, so I was, I, you know, it's our least populous state. It's a dumb rectangle full of Cheneys. I found some loose famous <laughs> affiliations uh, from Wyoming. Like there's this guy who wrote a bunch of Grateful Dead songs. Oh. Some, some guy in some punk rock band that actually turns out he was born somewhere else. Listen, it's, there's nobody famous from Wyoming. But did you see the guy I saw you? No, I didn't. He was like moondogging I know, he was, he was a weird New York City hippie. He's not yeah. even really a Wyoming guy. Born so, in Wyoming, moved to New York, got... Yeah. Not even close he was to a trade. He had a trading post. Oh, right, shut up about that guy. I decided to cover a local <laughs> indie band, and I did some research for like five minutes. I found a Facebook page called uh, the Cheyenne Music Scene, and one of the bands in the flyer was called the Patty Fiasco. It was on Spotify, and they had this lovely song called Wyoming yeah. is for Lovers. It's nice. Mm -hmm. It's a very nice song. It's a nice song. song. Which ripped off Virginia. Virginia is for lovers. Yeah. Hey. 
It's about having sex. This song would have been banned if it came out in the 60s. Wait, you picked a song about having sex? Yeah, some guy comes out, borrows some boots, has sex with the patty fiasco lady, and then goes home, and she's thinking about him. That's what this song's about. Wait, was the patty she, fiasco lady the patty? No, the patty fiasco lady's name is, uh, Alicia Craft, and she's good. I like her. Yeah, she uh, sounds nice. But if you'll notice from me naming her, yeah, her name's not Patty, so I don't know what the patty fiasco means. If anybody out there is interested to find out, you can go to pattyfiasco.net. <laughs> That's patty with an I, pattyfiasco.net, and send them an email to ask them what the patty fiasco... Please sure send them an email. I'm Just sure. send them an email. Is don't sure? even ask them. Yeah, is sure. the patty fiasco related to rapper Lupe Fiasco? That's Again, my question. Pattyfiasco.net. You're going to have to email That's a question for Dave. Yeah. That's a question for Dave. I'll get into it. I, I think Patty was either the first singer of the band, mm -hmm. and when she left, uh, there was a fiasco, or Patty fucked somebody in the band, and it was like maybe a Yoko Ono situation. Hence, oh, it's just a girlfriend that Patty fiasco. Band. Either way, we're going to hope Patty was on the pill. <laughs> yeah, go go buy with Patty Fiasco's music. Elysia Craft needs some gas money. Yeah. Tell them the Yacht Rock guys sent you. Oh, I'm glad that's over with. Number five. Oh. Yeah! <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, Dave, Dave was super excited about this. I, I kind of put this on, on this to, for him. This is Let's Have a War by Fear, 1981. Briefly, I'll just say it and you can get in deeper in the story. They were banned on Saturday Night Live for performing this and uh, two other songs. Dave, go. Yeah. First of all, thank you for, uh, we had an argument, this was Hunter's peace offering, called Let's Have a War. John Belushi was a fan of the band, convinced Lauren, uh, not even Lauren Michaels, it was, uh... Brandon Tartikoff. Tartikoff or Ebersol or whoever. No, it was, Ebersol, it was Dick, yeah, yeah. Dick yeah, Ebersol, yeah, yeah. uh, to, to get him on the show, and, uh, they didn't want to let punks into the, uh, studio. Belushi himself said that he'd appear with them with the Slam Dancers if they were permitted. Shitload of punks came up from D.C., including Ian McKay, who in the time was in Minor Threat, later and they on destroyed the guys and shit went nuts caused a bunch of damage and then they faded out the song we're listening to now and they were never permitted on SNL again I would have banned this song for its boring cliche punk war protest I don't even I don't I this is where it is it's, it's I don't think war they're protest. war protesting I think they're just basically saying Let's have a war because nope, nope. They're they're being sarcastic about war, just like the other band. No, they say let's have a war. war so you can go and die. Yeah, it's basically telling somebody us. to fuck off. There's no. too many of us. No, That's what saying. Yeah. they've got attitude. It's sarc it's sarcasm and it's garbage. It's a, it's boring to be in a punk band and sing uh, about how war is dumb. Us, it's boring. You stop it. And then it's also boring to get banned from SNL. Everybody gets banned from SNL, and everybody gets banned no, from Ed these Sullivan. Guys, these, and it's all boring to me. These guys, these guys really got banned from SNL. Elvis Costello got banned from SNL too. The lead singer's name is Lee Ving. Don't ban anybody. Yeah. Lee Ving. He, it's a he clever was, name. He was leaving. It was a nickname. Yeah. He was leaving SNL. Yeah, it's not really his name. Uh, he played Mr. Body on Clue. Yeah. He oh, was, yeah, he became uh, an actor after this. Yeah, yeah so he did he, a bunch of acting things on Because that. Fear was mostly mostly a art performance. There, yeah, that's what I, they kind I think, of did. I think you're taking Fear way more seriously than Fear took Fear. Oh, probably. That was fear, got banned. Number four. I like this song. Okay, this is... Uh, I like this guy. You don't like this song, Dave? 
No, I'm just upset with JD. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is kind of the reason why I, I wanted to create this genre of rock bands. J and uh, JD will like this is because I saw him in a documentary about uh, about uh, Asia, Steely Dan's making of Asia. He was such a huge fan of him. And he, and the he, band Asia or the album Asia? The, the album Asia, the Steely Dan's Asia. Okay, the AJ. I like, I like every Asia. I like the yeah. band Asia. I like yeah. Steely Dan Asia. I like the continent Asia. I like Asia McLean, the witness from the series. Real podcast. I love all, all Asias. Right. All right, so Maybe let me, we should let me, do an Asia me, genre. Let me, okay, guys. Right. Shut up about Asia. A genre. Okay, so... <laughs> Let's talk about Ian Dury, because that's who this yeah, is. Yeah, so this is Ian Dury and the Blockheads. This is Spasticus Autisticus. I, when I heard he liked Steely Dan, I was like... And he had this Cockney accent. I was like, I gotta check this guy out. And this was the first song I heard from him. This and, and I was like, this, is, this song's awesome. Yeah. And it got banned because it, they felt it was insensitive to to disabled people because that year was the year the United Nations declared it the year of the disabled person and he felt that that was pandering he felt that was dumb exploitative and he also felt that they were trying to drum up money for charities that it, it was probably a Susan G. Komen situation where it was like 90% administration fees and then nothing ever gets to anybody. Also, so this was his protest song. He disabled himself. And that's yeah, the next, that part. Yeah, and, no, I was getting to that part. So it was banned. And then he's like, I'm disabled myself. You can't ban a disabled guy for expressing his feelings. I thought you said he disabled himself. No, he had, said he was disabled himself. Yes, he had po Got it. He, had he disabled polio. himself for not going to the doctor early enough. Yeah, getting, uh, polio. getting a polio. <laughs> yeah, he had polio. Uh, um, I would ban this song for being awesome. His performance is great. He, the song takes a lot of weird turns. It's, uh, it sounds like he gets winded in the middle of the song. Like, this guy's performing the shit out of this song. Yeah, Ian Dury is a really great artist. Uh, if you don't know who he is, I would I would highly recommend you check out a lot of his stuff. He People was, would know him from sex and drugs and rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. He did. He had a lot of, like, these, these uh, strange, odd little story songs, and he wrote, like, a lot of really complex wordplay in his lyrics. And those anti-war anti punk bands could learn a lot from this guy. <laughs> they could learn a whole lot about, about just general likability from Ian Dury. They learned how to be dancey, though. That's that's what the Gang of Four learned, that you could dance the, in the, the, the fun fact I love about this was that in 2012, the, per the perception shifted. Yes, it was the opening for the London Paralympics. Yeah. They did this song. I can just imagine being in the Paralympics and being a guy who lost his legs in a car accident and doing a relay race in a wheelchair, you know, and listening to this song about a, uh, about and not a mentally who... handicapped guy. Yeah. Going, I'm Spasticus! No, I'm not that. I yeah, just lost no, my legs like, in a car. I get, yeah. Fuck you! I'm trying to win this relay race. I was, born, I was born without an arm. Now I'm a pitcher. <laughs> Come on, man. Leave me alone. All right. Ready to keep counting down? Yeah. yeah let's do it. Let's do one that really needs to be banned. I love this organ, man. Number oh, three. Oh, yeah. This one needs to be banned. Filthy. Oh, wait. No, this this is another one that just needs to be danced to. Is this Rick James? Yes, it actually is. This is uh, Mary Jane Girls, produced by Rick James. This is In My House from 1985. Let's listen for just a second and enjoy it. Yeah, I'm filthy. Yeah, filthy. Yeah. <laughs> Monogamous relationships. Oh my this god. Is corrupting me. Okay, so why was this band? Well, it was kind of 
suggestibly banned because it was part of the, the what is it, the Parents Music Resource Centers decided that this was going to be one of the filthy 15 in 1985. And which is basically, I couldn't find the exact list of members of the Parents Music Resource Center. It's a bunch it's, of senators' wives. Yes, it's a, and like there, there was like a Washington D.C. mayor's wife. It's, but it's a bunch of politicians, Washington politicians' wives, who suddenly heard that their kids were listening to to dirty songs. Yes, and, 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 and were just flabbergasted. And it included famously Tipper Gore, who is the one uh. who really pushed it and went to Senate hearings so they could talk about obscenity and this is the reason why there was a uh, there was a sticker that said uh, parental advisory parental, parental advisory explicit lyrics yes and uh, there's songs uh, on so it there's songs on it like twisted sister we're not going to take it madonna dress you up uh, Black Sabbath trash. I mean, it's such an arbitrary list. Yeah. Wait, we, I, we might as well have come up with it. Black Sabbath trash is from the shitty '83 album with Ian Gillen. So Tipper Gore is really digging up some deep cuts. And they, all, and they <laughs> really? also had a boner for Prince and Rick James because his their like dancey stuff was the stuff that ended up being on this list. I mean, and all of them had such. Dirtier songs. What was the Prince? Was yeah. Prince Darling Nikki? Yeah, uh, well, Darling Nikki is Prince's dirtiest yeah, that's song. Dirty. I'll, I'll give her what that. What about like Jack You Off? Like fifteen? Why fifteen songs? These people don't yeah, listen to shock, music. Shockadelica. There's so gonna much. Gonna make your bag. Gonna make you spread your leg. Music out there, and they pick fifteen random songs. It's yeah. so dumb. And it, and it like, kind of worked because most of these songs got banned from the radio. The ones that were even on the radio, which was only like yeah, maybe like, three or they four. Put, they put Merciful Fates into the coven on this list because it was. <laughs> about the occult. Every fucking Merciful Fate song they ever did was about the occult. And do you know who listened to those songs? People playing D&D. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> they, they were deciding how the dungeon was going to go that night. They weren't doing anything harmful. And note to concerned parents, when you make a list like this and publish it, every kid in the country is going to run out and buy these songs, you idiot! Yeah. Like, yeah. Ooh, who's they Merciful Fate? They sound sales. great. That's how I discovered Merciful Fate. Yeah. Sit down and talk to your kids about the content and have an a uncomfortable conversation with them. Don't just ban it, you dumbass. And and besides voter suppression in Florida, I will contend that this banning in my house and all those other songs cost Al Gore the White House. It Dave, absolutely I, did for it's me. Dave. Yeah, it's I, if you if you grew up in the '80s, if you were a rock kid growing up in the '80s, you hated Tipper Gore. Yeah, and she was the enemy. With I had doubt. to I had to hold my nose from the stench of voting for hit for Al Gore. In 2000, I was a nader because of her. Well, Dave, who did you vote for in 2000? I'll tell you, and I am ashamed to admit that I voted for George W. Bush in 2000, <laughs> and it was a one, Dave. and it was for one reason: because fuck Tipper Gore. Mm -hmm. So, less the you Democrats, don't let your spouses try to ban shit. What was wrong with Nader? Well, you, I you wrote that stupid book about unsafe at I should have voted for Nader. <laughs> Moving on, dummies. So Moving on, dummies. Huh. Number two? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite one. All right, why is this band? Stars at night. Anybody, hey, anybody want to talk? Right. What, what's going on? 
deep in, oh, it's oh, deep in the heart of Texas by Bing Crosby. <laughs> I love, how, love how Hunter's being Stop. mysterious before everyone. <laughs> this is a strange song. Whoa! <laughs> is there is there music going on in my ears right now? What could this be? I think I did. Somebody make a list. <laughs> I think I thought about that. Would type be, it up and put it in front of me. I think I thought that would be a good intro for one of them, and it just be fairness. <laughs> I like to do that too. It just spread for every single one. Okay, so this is deep in the heart of Texas by Bing Crosby. This was uh, came out in 1942. It was banned in 1942 by the BBC because factory owners didn't like that productivity was being affected because this was so catchy that uh, that factory workers were tapping their tools and clapping along whenever they said the deep in the hard Texas part. So, so that scene in Pee Wee's Big Adventure was actual fact. Yes. Everything in yeah, Pee Wee's Big Adventure yeah, that's, was accurate. That could have been a documentary. It was a documentary, as a matter of fact. Just at the time, uh, talking heads weren't weren't fashionable, right. so it's hard to tell it's a documentary, but it's a true story of this guy finding his right. Greg Daniels hadn't uh, shipped. Not Talking orders. Heads, the band. Talking Heads in documentaries. The, 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 yeah, yeah. So, so wait, wait. This was banned by the BBC, yes. the British broadcasting yes. the, company. The because factory... even British people will clap along to "Deep in the Heart of Texas." Yes, it's yeah. that it was good. so catchy. You hear that, Texas? Don't let it go to your fucking head. Also, we were busy yeah, bailing them late. out in World War II, so they were like, Te- "Texas is the best." Uh, 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 uh. Get back to work! Stop that clapping! What are we gonna do? BBC, my factory workers are clapping! You have to ban this song! It's the okay. worst accents I've ever heard. Oh uh, man, I'm not. A, I'm terrible at accents. <laughs> yeah, it was great. By the way, your, uh, all your bosses out there told me to tell you to get back to work. They're gonna ban this podcast. Number one. That was really exciting. Yeah. Wait, now I gotta do it. What's this song? (laughs) This is crazy. This is a crazy song to put in the string. What is going on? They ban orchestras? Are orchestras illegal now? Look at this. Did we lose a war? What is going on? All right, so the 9 11, this is a ripple effect of 9 11. Such a consequential event that made such inconsequential changes to pop culture. This is, uh, well, keep going on uh, why it was banned. This was sent out by, hold on, no, no, I'm going to get there. Sent out by Clear Channel. They said, this song sucks. It's, It's too dangerous to put out. This is America by Neil Diamond. It's a... They specifically said this song sucks? Nobody ever said this song sucked, ever. Well, they said it was too dangerous for anybody to listen to. This was this was complete bullshit. I worked at uh, the radio station of three of our college, uh, Michigan during, State University, yeah, during during that, and they gave us the whole list of songs that we couldn't play, like twelve hundred songs, and all but a handful of them were just fucking ridiculous. In 1986, Neil Diamond was asked to sing this at the Statue of Liberty Centennial. It was a song of a nation. Fifteen years later, oh, it's edgy. We can't play it. Fuck that. This list was bullshit. Yeah, Clear Channel sent out a memo of over 1,200 songs to all their stations, that, suggesting that maybe you should ban these songs, which is like your boss suggesting that maybe you should work this weekend. It's not a suggestion. You have to ban these songs. That's basically what it was. Yeah, it's, it's, it was and it's good that Clear Channel gets to decide that, because corporate decisions make life better for everybody. Yeah, it's a super cold-hearted business decision. Like, you know, it's 9-11. You don't want people to be upset or disturbed when they're listening to your product. But like, right, because is, nobody's going to be upset or disturbed but, about 9/11. But Clear Channel owns stations in every fucking city in the country. Like it's Bill Clinton, 
communications, media consolidation. Telecommunications Act of oh 1996. Oh my God, it's the worst thing ever passed. Fucking and then it's <laughs> terrible. And now, and now Johnny Clear, uh, Johnny Clear Channel can just snap his finger, say I don't like this song, and he can ban it across the entire country. It's With terrible. Johnny well, hold Clear on, Channel is such a. It, 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 they're now known as iHeartMedia because it's super cute. Oh wait, uh, hey, Dustin, wait, are wait. we are we owned by iHeartMedia yet? No, 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 we're not. All right, we can keep talking about this. All right. Wait, iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, that's clear channel? Yeah, iHeartRadio. Yeah. Oh, those are the fucking assholes that fired local legend Art LeBeau from Art, Hot 92.3. Art LeBeau was amazing. He was the last he's DJ. He's amazing. Who could play he's, whatever he wanted. Yeah, he's a really old guy who knows R&B from, like, the 50s to the present day, and he played all these dedications. Everybody on local radio... In Southern California, loves Art LeBeau. They fucking fired him because they were changing the station format. And I'm sure he loved America by Neil Diamond. He loved America. Yeah, the song and the country. Steve, this, after 9/11, this song should have been on a fucking loop. Yeah. Who do they think was coming to America that we? Well, would be they, maybe of? they thought foreigners would hear this song and want to come to America. Well, listen, I'll, I'll yeah, tell you. Oh, no foreigners I'll, I'll tell you, to America. They, they're they're coming to America today. Feels like oh these terrorists are coming to America smashing planes. Does it feel like that? it can to like dumb people if they were like <laughs> people it, yeah. cowering I in their basement? That that I sort don't know of if even uh, dumb people would interpret it that. Now, way. That sort of logic uh, relates to Trump supporters. All right. Hold on, my country is the today, sweet land of liberty. Yeah, we should have been today, on a loop. Ridiculous. Break up big media, America. Break it up. All right, Steve. What missed the list, in your opinion? Well, I mean, there's 1,200 songs on that Clear Channel list, and there's 15 more on the Tipper Gore list, and there's all sorts of choices. But <laughs> I'll just, I'll just, I'll just give a nod to the Rolling Stones. Let's spend the night together because they got. Censored on Ed Sullivan. They, Ed Sullivan wanted him to change it to let's spend some time together. And they did, but Mick Jagger kind of rolled his eyes every time he said it, and then he kind of mumbled the real words anyway. So they got banned from Ed Sullivan for, for that song. I think that we missed Lola by the Kinks. It's a song about a transvestite that was banned by the BBC in 1970, but not because of the transvestite stuff. It was banned because the BB, uh, it mentions Coca-Cola. And because it rhymes with Lola. Yeah, because the BBC has a ban on advertising. So when Ray Davies found that out, he had to hurry up and, and like re-record it. Uh, to Cherry, Cherry Cola. Cola yeah. And you can hear both versions. And if you were wondering why you've heard both versions... That's why. Fun fact. Yep. Dave. Uh, for me, God Save the Queen by the Sex Pistols, because I'd like to work more punk into these lists. There is no punk on this list. It seems to, <laughs> it seems to annoy JD. I'm a fan of that. I just don't um, like punk bands that have boring messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cliches. Punk yeah, cliches. yeah, yeah. The song was banned in Great Britain due to its unfavorable assessment of the Queen and her fascist regime. Oh, our leader is garbage. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like that in America. Oh, man. Great. Mean JD lifting the veil. Hey, good job, Hunter. <laughs> Great. That Great coda in that song, by the way, Dave. The oh, No Future well, section. Well, just send me a text coda. and tell Absolutely. me yeah, a good you know, job, listen, JD. It was a great fucking playlist. It was a great fucking yeah. playlist. Thank you for listening today. Next week, we're going to have Hollywood Steve in the captain's chair with a new genre we like to call hard organ. Hard organ! So start boning up for that. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah I, I kinda, see that. Kind of right. sophomoric. <laughs> yeah, it is. Awfully sophomoric. All right. Find this week's... But not really at anybody's expense. <laughs> He's super pumped about it, dude. Sorry, JD. Continue. It, it's okay. <laughs> Uh, find this week's Rock Band's playlist by following J.D. Riznar on Spotify. Send questions via Twitter at Yacht Rock, hashtag YRPod if you want. 
Follow JD at JD Riznar. Follow Hollywood Steve at Hollywood Steve H. Follow Dave at David B. Lyons. Follow no, no. David, David underscore. underscore B underscore Lyons. Follow Hunter into the museum where they hold the Constitution. He's, well, well, he's I just read it out loud. Yeah, it's. I believe it's at the Wildlife Refuge building in Oregon. Oh, so God. just go there. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Terrible joke about timely the reference. Like I said, it's a museum where they hold the Constitution. Go there. Uh, like Yacht Rock on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes. Go to yachtrock.com for what will hopefully one day be a useful experience once once Kale Dyke's girlfriend gets on the ball. Yeah. Today's countdown bumpers were sent to us by Mike Council. Additional bumpers by Matt Lee and Rob Crow. Thanks, thanks Rob. Mike, Matt, and Rob. Uh, thanks to producer Dustin Marshall for not yet banning us from the studio. Thank you, Dustin. And check out other feral audio podcasts like Duncan Trussell, Trussell Family Hour, where comedian Duncan Trussell... And guests explore the outer reaches of the multiverse. Oh, that should be the title. Dustin didn't make me do that. I got that off the site because I like feral audio. Yeah. And I want to yeah, help produce. It's a great place. Duncan's not owned by our but media. Yeah. Collect them all at feralaudio.com. Also, if you're thinking about banning our podcast, go ahead and do it. It'll give us a lot of free publicity. Oh, okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> what was going to happen? I was going to play the bumper. Oh.